Money Sense is brought to you by the Ellenbecker Investment Group, three-time recipient to the Better Business Bureau's Torch Award for business ethics and integrity. The Ellenbecker Investment Group is the only Wisconsin investment company to receive this prestigious award more than once by providing exceptional planning and extraordinary service each and every day. Go to ellenbecker.com. Listen to Money Sense Saturdays at 2 p.m. and Sundays at noon. Welcome to Money Sense. I'm Jean Range, Senior Wealth Advisor at Ellen Becker Investment Group. Ellen Becker Investment Group is located in Pewaukee, just east of Highway 164 and Capitol Drive in the Town Bank Building. We're also located in the Village of Whitefish Bay in the Equitable Bank Building, right across the street from my favorite store, Winkies. And we're now able to service clients in Bonita Springs, Florida. Take a look at our website. It's ellenbecker.com, and you're going to learn um, some details on some upcoming events that we're hosting, as well as some news on the market um, and what's happening at the firm. I am extremely excited today. We are going to be talking about um, visiting Milwaukee. We have two great gals that I'm just going to uh, introduce in just a moment, but I wanted to set the tone for our conversation today. And I'm going to have you close your eyes and take a breath. And start to visualize your retirement, whether that's currently or 10 years from now or 20 years from now. And I'm going to have you get an idea of what that looks like. And uh, if you believe what you see on TV, everybody should be visualizing trips to far away exotic locations with excursions of sailing and afternoons of golf. And I find that interesting because when I meet clients or if I'm leading a group uh, at a, a client site, when I broach this question, oftentimes their vision of retirement does not involve extensive traveling or even sailing for that matter. So here at Ellen Becker Investment Group, we recognize that many people don't want to travel but still want to have the desire to learn about these places across the oceans as well as across the street. So what's unique about us um, is we actually host monthly programs in our education center titled Armchair Travelers. And this is a great program for our clients as well as uh, guests or people in the community to really learn about different cultures and embrace them. Um, oftentimes we have food or trinkets from the travel location. And again, it's a great way for individuals to experience the history of the culture, the customs, without ever leaving Pewaukee, Wisconsin. These sessions are becoming more and more popular, and it's individuals that come um, either are there for a couple reasons. They have no interest of getting on a plane and going through the airports to travel abroad. Uh, They might have limited budgets or limited mobility, but it's a great way for us to continue that learning process. So we enjoy hosting them. In fact, um, we've had destinations as close as Door County and as far away as Germany. So if you have an opportunity, again, um, check out our website at ellenbecker.com to see where our next armchair traveler group is headed. I'm going to use a word, a, a new word that I think should be part of the Webster Dictionary, and it's called staycation. In fact, I learned about this word several um, years ago when a coworker uh, said she, she was going on a staycation, and I had to say, what's a staycation? And that might be a sign of my age, um, but she shared that she was going to vacation in her own community. Um, and I thought about that, and I thought, you know what? 
oftentimes we look at where we live as someplace to work and shop and sleep, not to vacation. So today, I hope I inspire everybody listening to really look at their hometown as a destination. And I wanted to have this conversation because we have retirees that want to do day trips and um, they enjoy getting in their car with their spouse or their partner or some friends and just enjoying what's going on in their own community. And I thought, who better to share what's going on in our own community than two gals from an uh, organization called Visit Milwaukee. So I'd like to take an opportunity and introduce Claire Koenig as well as Kristen Settle and give you an opportunity to say hello. And I'll, I'll start with Claire. Um, if you want to say hello and give us a little background and what your role is at Visit Milwaukee. Hi, so I'm Claire Koenig. I uh, work, I'm a communications manager. That means I work with travel media um, who come to Milwaukee from all over the country and write about, well, we hope they write about the city and we hope they say wonderful things. Um, and my job is to give them all the information they need, whether that's a tour of the city or just some facts and images and videos um, to help them write the best story possible. So I came to visit um, after being a journalist for a while at, at Milwaukee Magazine, um, and I had a head full of random knowledge about this city, um, which has helped me a lot in my job now. Fabulous. Yeah. And Kristen, you want to share a little bit about your role and your background? Yeah, I'm the director of communications at Visit Milwaukee, and much like Claire, we work to host travel writers in the city as well as meeting planners and convention attendees to give them the best experience they can have in our city. So whatever they're coming for, whether that is a day trip or an overnight stay or a business meeting, we want to make sure that they experience as much of Milwaukee as they can. Um, I'm a local, born and raised, um, uh, You know, moved away in my 20s for college, but then when it was time to be an adult, it was time to come home to Milwaukee and raise my family here. So it's very exciting for me to be able to have this job. Prior to this, I was at the art museum for five years doing the same thing. So again, it's that depth of knowledge about the city um, that, that we have at Visit Milwaukee that just really makes the job fun and interesting. Well, you know, what's funny is if you've ever been in a hotel in your own home city and you pick up one of the travel books and you kind of thumb through it, I'm always a little surprised at going, huh, I didn't know we had that. Mm -hmm. Or I have to check out that location. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it's kind of interesting when you realize what your city has to offer. Now, in my financial world, I often get these magazines that say the best place to retire, the best place to raise your family. And Wisconsin is on those lists, whether it be Cedarburg, Appleton, the Fox Valley area, um, as well as some parts of uh, the Milwaukee and the suburbs of Milwaukee. So it's, I, I think we have um, something to shout about and to share um, with people locally as well as abroad of what we have to offer. I think that that's true. The depth of attractions, events, restaurants, um, just fun activities that we have is enormous for a city our size. But beyond that, the thing that we hear from not only travel writers that we work with, but also convention attendees, is just the friendliness of the city, how warm the people are, this sense of um, gemulakite, you know, this warm, welcoming atmosphere, as well as the walkability, the affordability of the destination. Uh, it's just great to get that kind of feedback that people who visit Milwaukee love it for the same reasons that we do. Well, and you too, having touched the art world, um, when I talk to people that are in uh, 
town for various events. They're always surprised at the numerous theater as well as the art, the access to art that we have in this small town. And um, I think at some point we're going to be able to stop saying, yeah, we're 90 miles north of Chicago. Mm -hmm. We're going to have our own place on the map. So kind of interesting. Before we get into what's going on in our our city, and I'm a true proponent of vacationing and doing day trips in your own city, um, sometimes it's hard to get into the mode of I'm in vacation in my own city. So I thought, how can we set the tone for that? And um, I thought, you know what? You need to fall in love with your own city, and you have to get in vacation mode. And what that means is creating an itinerary and getting unplugged and just wander. And as much as we talk about day trips, we have some very unique hotels, um, some very boutique hotels that um, have had national recognition. And so maybe this is the year that you celebrate something, whether it be, um, you know, uh, Valentine's Day or significant birthday or holiday or just being on vacation and booking a hotel room at one of our cool, uh, unique boutique hotels. So um, I know I've stayed at a couple hotels and we've got the Iron Horse Um, which if you've had an opportunity to sit on their patio on a summer or a fall day, it's fabulous. They've got the blankets and the fires. We've got the journeyman, right, that has the top floor. Um, And there's, um, trying to think, we've got the new Weston Hotel, which is part of the U.S. Bank building. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure I'm missing some other hotels. Yeah, Milwaukee is blessed to have quite a few hotels at various price points throughout the city and the community. So whether you're looking for that more boutique-y feel like you've mentioned at the Iron Horse or the Kempton or the Weston, or if you're looking for um, a, a larger hotel like the Hilton Downtown, which has so many amenities and great restaurants inside of it, or that uh, historic feel that the Fister has is really great. And then we have a, you know, the Potawatomi Hotel and Casino, of course, is just an amazing experience um, to be able to stay and play and eat and be entertained in one entire hotel. Um, you know, you can literally spend a week in there without ever leaving the building. And so it's great just to have all of this different um, offerings and depth of hotels for people to choose from, not only within downtown um, proper, but then also in the surrounding areas too, the surrounding neighborhoods and suburbs. So no matter what kind of hotel or experience you're looking for, Milwaukee has it, and it has it as an affordable price. Well, I think we're going to take a break. Um, I hope we set the tone. Um, Grab a piece of paper and a pen out there. I'm hoping to give people a ton of ideas. I'm hoping to give people a ton of ideas that they can enjoy with their families as well as friends. With that, let's take a short break, and we'll be right back. are blessed to have Claire and Kristen from Visit Milwaukee at our studios today and we're learning all about um, their organization and some uh, insight on what tourism looks like in Milwaukee and I thought before we get into some ideas and destinations I wanted to take a moment to um, give them an opportunity to share what is visitmilwaukee.org which is your website or Milwaukee 365 I'm sorry, Milwaukee365.com. 
Share with us a little bit about these sites. Well, Visit Milwaukee is the Convention and Visitors Bureau for the city. So it's our job to increase the economic impact of tourism in the region. And we do that through bringing in business meetings, sporting events, conventions, as well as leisure travelers. And through our website, visitmilwaukee.org, you can access a variety of uh, events, attractions, restaurants, hotels. It's really a one-stop shop for you to plan your entire trip to Milwaukee. And you can research anything that you might want to do. You can learn information about Milwaukee. And you can really celebrate all of the wonderfully random things that encompass this city. In addition, you can also go to Milwaukee365.com, which is our community-wide events calendar. So if you already know that you're coming to Milwaukee on a particular weekend, you can go to this website and pull up all of the events happening in Milwaukee that weekend. And then you can plan your itinerary further from there. So it's really two opportunities for you to plan your staycation here in Milwaukee and really make the most of your weekend. So when you talk about going to Milwaukee 365 to learn what's going on in our own community, is it Milwaukee or Milwaukee and surrounding suburbs? It's the greater Milwaukee area. So we really allow anyone who is having an event to post on Milwaukee 365. And those could be large citywide events, things that happen like Summerfest. Or they could be things as small as wine tastings at a community winery up in Cedarburg or down in Lake Geneva. So we really want the entire southeastern Wisconsin area to post their events there. Because we understand that when you come to Milwaukee, you're not just going to stay inside of the city. You're going to want to explore the surrounding neighborhoods and communities. And because we are so close to so many great attractions. Um, It's easy for us to say, go take a day trip and explore someplace else and then come back and make Milwaukee your home base. So yes, you can post, um, if you're an event organizer, you can post anything on Milwaukee 365. Or if you are someone who wants to plan your vacation in Milwaukee, you can use that as a great resource. And the other thing we have at visitmilwaukee.org is pre-planned trips. So if you know you want to come here for a beer vacation, we have that itinerary already made out for you. If you're an art lover and you want to check out one of the 17 museums in the downtown Milwaukee area, we've got those all laid out for you. Wait, did you say 17 museums? There are 17 museums in the downtown Milwaukee area and 25 in the surrounding communities. Um, One thing that we do have at Visit Milwaukee is a wealth of knowledge and information about all of the events and attractions you can see in the city. So whether that's our 25 theater uh, organizations in the city, whether that's our 12 universities and colleges, our over 60 festivals that we have each year, over 150 locally owned downtown restaurants. We've got all of those facts and figures, and it's all on our website, visitmilwaukee.org, so you can plan exactly the kind of vacation you're looking for. So let's talk numbers about how many people visit Milwaukee. So each and every year we have 23 million visitors that we welcome to the city. And I'm sure people might be surprised at that number, but Milwaukee really is a tourist destination. And that's a mix of both business travelers and leisure travelers that come to the city. Because there is so much to do here because it is fun and affordable and because it's just a good time. Um, And so we're really excited about that. Tourism is a huge industry, not only in the state of Wisconsin, but also in Milwaukee. Milwaukee represents the largest tourism market in the state. So it's not Green Bay or Madison. It's actually the city of Milwaukee. And uh, it accounts for $5 billion in economic impact. And in terms of jobs, tourism represents over 50,000 jobs each and every year. And to give people an idea of what that's like, that would fill the Pfizer Forum three times. Interesting. So when we talk about those 23 million coming to Milwaukee, 
Is this in June, July, and August, our summer months? No, we may think of Milwaukee as a summer-only city, but the truth is is that people come year-round. And our data indicates that the numbers are pretty even, around 25% throughout all four seasons. Maybe a little higher in summer and fall, 26%, 27%, but pretty much it's 25% across the board in all four seasons. Because no matter when you're here, there's always something to do. We always have a festival. We always have a museum open. We always have a restaurant opening happening. We always have a brewery tasting. So it doesn't matter when you want to come to Milwaukee. It's just based on what your interests are. So as you work with um, marketing Milwaukee, who are you touching um, as you market this great city? We work uh, really internationally to promote Milwaukee, whether that's through our earned media efforts um, or whether that's through our targeted marketing and advertising campaigns. And so we work with um, people really all across the country and all across the world to promote Milwaukee as both a business destination and as a leisure destination. So have you seen a shift as you talk to these individuals and how they view Milwaukee? I mean, Laverne and Shirley, Fonzie. (laughs) Those were some stereotypes, Um, the breweries, which is a great uh, part of our history here, but we've moved so well beyond just creating Pabst Blue Ribbon and Miller and all that. Have you seen that transition as you market Milwaukee? Definitely, and people are definitely taking notice. I mean, Vogue had us in that big story this year that we were the most underrated destination in the Midwest and the coolest city in the Midwest. Um, And that's, they highlighted a lot of new businesses that weren't around five years ago. Um, So we have a booming dining scene um, that maybe 30 years ago wasn't as vibrant as it is today. Um, And writers take note of that. Tourists certainly do because there's far more to do here than you could do in a weekend. Um, It's really hard to go to all 40 breweries in a weekend, even if you try. Um, (laughs) We have 40 breweries. In the Milwaukee area. Over 40 breweries. Mm -hmm. And there's some micro, everybody's doing a microbrewery, right? Right. AP, if my husband was here, he'd chuckle. Uh, Is there an AP beer? Anyway, um, so it's kind of interesting that we have 40. Yeah, we have tons. And we also, what... In a lot of cities are having craft beer renaissances. The thing that sets Milwaukee apart is we have the beer history. And we can we still rely on those Paps days and the Schlitz and Blatz and all that because we have a lot of attractions that are geared toward beer history. We have the Best Place Tour. We have tours of the Beer Baron's Graves at Forest Home Cemetery, which is the first cemetery in the city. Um, so we have a lot of ways that you can get kind of the history of brewing in America and also enjoy this really amazing beer that our little craft breweries are making. Well, and look at the development of Milwaukee. More and more retirees that I meet with Mm -hmm. are wanting to move back to the city. The um, corporations are moving headquarters back to the city because they're finding the millennials want to live in a city and work in a city. And now look at the hop. We have the Mm -hmm. hop, which is a Um, transportation system to tour the city. And this is all part of um, generating some uh, awareness and attraction of what's going on downtown. Mm -hmm. Um, When I talk to retirees, they'll say, I want to move downtown because I want to walk out my door and do something. Um, I want in the millennials again, they don't want to be driving 30 minutes Mm -hmm. out um, to the suburbs to their jobs. So 
there is so much happening uh, with condo and um, hotel development. Yeah, we're really fortunate in Milwaukee that we are going through this boom, this development boom that's happening because not only are the Fortune 500 companies that we have reinvesting in the city, but then you also have neighborhoods that are investing in themselves. You're having a lot of entrepreneurs who are starting businesses here in the city. You're having restaurateurs who are opening up new places. Obviously, the hop is huge for the city because it is an easy way to get around. It's free thanks to Pottawatomie Hotel and Casino, and it's just a fun way to experience the city too. So we are so fortunate in Milwaukee that we are going through this incredible economic growth phase right now. Um, We're doing it in a smart way. We're doing it in a planned way, and I think everybody is starting to benefit from it, whether that's the, the neighborhoods, the suburbs, or the downtown proper. Well, I think we're going to take a break. And again, when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit more about what's happening in our own community. So with that, again, we are uh, lucky to have Claire and Kristen from Visit Milwaukee. And during our break, if you want to hit their website, it's visitmilwaukee.org. Let's take a short break and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Money Sense. My name is Jean Range, and I'm a Senior Wealth Advisor here at Ellen Becker Investment Group. We are lucky to have Claire and Kristen from Visit Milwaukee with us, and we're learning all about what's happening in our own community. And I thought during this segment we'd learn about some big attractions as well as um, maybe some things that might be on your bucket list and um, those itineraries that they talked about where they do the thinking and the planning for us. Um, so I'm going to open it up, and um, I don't know whether Claire or Kristen would like to answer this, but let's talk about what's going on in Milwaukee right now. Sure. So some of our biggest attractions are, of course, open year-round. Um, the Harley-Davidson Museum is one of those. It's the world's only Harley-Davidson Museum, and it is an international destination. People truly do come from all over the world to see it. Um, the Milwaukee Art Museum, of course, open all year-round and puts on wonderful special exhibitions and the permanent galleries, of course. Um, the Milwaukee Public Market, they just I just saw yesterday, they had another massive year of like 1.8 million visitors, um, making them one of the biggest attractions in town. It's a wonderful place to grab a meal or a glass of wine or a cup of coffee um, as you explore the Third Ward and downtown neighborhoods and even the lakefront. It's a year-round place. We have wonderful trails that people use all year round. Of course, in the summer, there's more boat traffic. There's more fishers. Um, but, I mean, people ride their motorcycles on the frozen lake in the winter, and that there's a whole event around that. Um, so there truly is something going on. If you haven't been to Pfizer Forum, you need to go. It is just incredible. I've, I really never thought I could like an arena as much as I like this arena, but um, it's gorgeous. And the Bucks did a really wonderful job. So I would definitely try to get your hands on some Bucks tickets if you can this season. I think the thing that's important about Milwaukee and all of these attractions that Claire's talking about is how often do we drive by them and ignore them or drive by them and say, oh, one day? Well, 
go now. Like, take this one day mm-hmm. and, and, and go and experience it. The Harley-Davidson Museum is more than a motorcycle museum. It's a history museum. It is a history of Milwaukee and of America since 1903, and it's fascinating. Even if you don't ride motorcycles, it's, it's an incredible place to visit. Mm-hmm. The Milwaukee Art Museum has one of the best collections of art in the world, but it's also an architecture marvel in and of itself, whether that's the white Quadrachi Pavilion, the Calatrava that everyone calls, or whether that's the Aero Sarnen building, the War Memorial next door. It's an architectural marvel. And so to be able to to have these experiences, you know, to see a Bucks game at Pfizer Forum, but then also look at the design inside of it or experience some of these local restaurants that are there that maybe you wouldn't otherwise go to. So there's so much more than just a visit to. You you get Mm -hmm. multiple experiences in one. Yeah. And going back to our website for a second, if you wanted to try and create your own itinerary. We have this thing called my trip. Um, and so you go to our website and on every single page it's on the left bar. Um, and you'll start noticing anytime there's a restaurant or a brewery or an attraction, basically any business, it'll have a little star next to its name and you simply click on the star and it adds that business attraction, hotel, whatever to your itinerary. And then you can organize them. Um, There's like really big, beautiful pictures. So you get a true sense of what you're going to see there. Um, And then you can, once you're all done with that, you can email that to your friends. You can print it out in a really nice format. Um, But it's just a really good way to collect all of, you know, when you're picking and choosing from the thousands of ideas that we have for you, um, it's a really good way to collect your favorites. So when you think of these itineraries, and I know during the break we were talking amongst ourselves, Mm -hmm. and you have created some really unique itineraries. And Kristen, you mentioned the Beer Baron Cemetery Tour. Never knew it existed, but I can tell you I'm already thinking about a group of my friends that would love to do that and then end up maybe at Lakefront Brewery for a little tour as well as a fish fry Mm -hmm. on their round tables which I love because you feel like you're at a wedding and you start to meet strangers Mm -hmm. in your own community and create friendships and an exciting night because you're sitting with people you're just meeting, Mm -hmm. which is right up my alley. (laughs) Um, So talk to us about some of the um, itineraries that are already pre-planned. So I know I can create my own, but um, what could I find on your website? Pretty much anything that you're looking for, um, we've created. So whether that's an art itinerary, whether you want to come to Milwaukee and experience our theater groups, we have a theater itinerary. We have one for all four seasons. If you are into winter sports or you want to go leaf peeping in the fall, uh, we have a festival itinerary. Uh, We have multiple beer itineraries. We have multiple motorcycle itineraries. And then we have ones that are great for families, too. So I have three young kids, and number four is on the way, and so I don't want to bother making my own itinerary. I want the work done for me because I'm busy enough. So if you have um, young kids or grandkids who are coming to town to visit, we've got itineraries broken down by age group. So young, you know, toddlers and then the, the tweens and then of course teenagers, which are the hardest group to please. So we've got, we've got that, um, those different itineraries spread out so you can experience everything from the Betty Brin Museum to Discovery World to um, the Harley Davidson Museum and some really great coffee houses that are fun for kids to hang out at. So So we've got all of that crafted for you. I promise if you can think of it and you want to come to Milwaukee to experience it, we've put together the itinerary for you. We've got dozens and dozens up on our website. And you can, just as Claire said, you can pull it up, print it out, and then that's what you're going to do in Milwaukee while you're here. 
Well, I know when I get back to my office, I'm going to be pulling this up to see, are there pictures as part of this itinerary? And Definitely. And of course, like links to their own website so you can get more information. We also have a lot of um, tour companies that can say, you don't, you don't want to even do your itinerary. You don't even want to do the logistics of creating that bachelorette weekend, for instance. Um, we have tons of amazing tour partners that will do that for you. If the bride is into donuts and beer and tacos, they will plan a night for you and 20 of your girlfriends doing those three things. Um, and we work with those people all the time. We recommend them all the time because they do they know the city just as well as we do, and they can really find some hidden gem businesses, too, to experience that you might not have thought of on your own. Yeah, one of my favorite tour companies is Milwaukee Food and City Tours because they offer a variety of tours. So they have a pizza bus tour, which is great. They have a fish fry tour, yeah. which is great. Um, but then they have one um, churches and chocolates. Mm -hmm. So you go see some of Milwaukee's most beautiful churches and houses of worship, and then you get some chocolates along the way from you local go to chocolates. Bakeries and yeah, it's I mean awesome. they're great, and it's that's a great way to experience a city on a staycation, and it's also pretty affordable. And then you have another one that I love called Untapped Tours. And that is more of a history tour of the city. Um, and so you get driven around and you can see the beautiful mansions that we have all over the city and then learn the history of those two. Um, so that's a great way to learn more about your community and say, I drive by that every day and I never knew. And so I love um, those two, two tour companies in particular, but there are so many to choose from. And all of those tours we talked about are open to the public too. So they are happening on a regular basis. And if you just want to go for date night, for instance, you can just get two tickets to the pizza bus tour or to cocktails and craft breweries. But it's not just tours that are limited to buses. Yeah. You can do active tours. Like there's yeah, a seven too. seat bus or seven seat bicycle tour that you can take <laughs> and you can literally pedal your way around or you can take the, the pedal tavern and pedal your way around or the paddle tavern and do it on the river. So there's <laughs> lots of ways to experience a city that are just more than bus depend on your level of activity and how, how busy you want to be. So that's the great thing about Milwaukee is there are all these wonderfully random tours you can take to help you learn more about the city. Well, it's funny you bring up bicycles because I am starting to see these bicycles that are parked um, at various corners and locations. And what's cool is businesses are sponsoring some of these bicycles because mm -hmm. I can see business names on them. You know, that to me is a big city thing. And what a great way for our retirees or individuals who want to get some physical activity in Milwaukee but don't want to drag their bike mm -hmm. down and don't want to do that to just pick up a bike yeah. and travel. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not even sure how those bikes works work. Do you know how they work? Mm -hmm. It's you download an app and then you pretty much just plug in the bike number when you get to whatever station is convenient for you and then plug that in the app and then you put you take it for however long you want, pretty much, and it just charges your credit card. And the great thing about Bubbler Bikes, which yeah. is the system you're talking about, is that um, even if you don't have an app or a smartphone, you can pay on site at a kiosk, so you can do it that way. It's a 30-minute rental, which you can extend, and there are, there are over 80 stops across the city and in the suburbs, even as far as Wauwatosa. So you can get anywhere you need to go with a bike. Um, you know, we should also mention that the Milwaukee County Transit System is bike-friendly um, and handicap-accessible, as is the HOP, both bike-friendly and handicap-accessible. Mm -hmm. So whether that's your, your walker, your wheelchair, your stroller, um, or your bicycle, you can take it with you and go anywhere that you need to go in the city. But you're right, bubbler bikes is a great way to get around the city, good exercise, um, and a really fun way to experience Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. 
Well, I think we're going to take a brief break. We have one more segment, and I hope I can share with you what's going to be coming up uh, in the future here at in Milwaukee. With that, let's take a short break. Welcome back to Money Sense. I'm Jean Range, Senior Wealth Advisor at Ellen Becker Investment Group. We have had a great opportunity to really talk about our home city, Milwaukee. And for all my retirees or my individuals um, that are eager to embrace themselves within our city, this has been a great um, hour where they've probably learned about a few events that they never heard of. Uh, I know I have. Um, you know, when you think about our city, we've got this great bridge called Hone Bridge. And I'm going to share um, as part of a holiday gift here at Ellen Becker Investment Group, each of us, each employee got a light, um, which coincides with the Light the Home Bridge um, program, where in the summertime, we're going to be able to see the home bridge and these beautiful lights. And we are really taking the city to the next level. Um, As we talk about these different events and these different um, organizations, so many of them touch local businesses, and it's our chance to really support our local businesses. And you probably see that day to day when you work with these different events and these organizations. Um, let's talk about what's coming up in Milwaukee. I know we are blessed um, to be sponsors of a couple golf outings, and I know. Claire, you know a little bit more of what's happening with the the uh, Ryder Cup. Yeah, that is looking way ahead even to 2020. Um, but as Milwaukee is becoming, well, Milwaukee and Wisconsin are becoming known as these golf hotbeds and um, destinations where people are coming all over from the all over the world to do our award-winning tournament courses. Um, it's a great time to play those courses, including Whistling Straits, which is where the Ryder Cup is, especially before they close to prepare for the Cup. Um, you can, of course, play Aaron Hills in Aaron, Wisconsin, which is where the U.S. Open was last year. Um, additionally, Milwaukee County itself has amazing courses, including Brown Deer, which is where Tiger Woods made his professional debut. Um, and we have, what do we have, 15 public courses that are incredibly affordable, all in the county system. So you don't even have to leave the county if you want to play some great golf or just work on your game. And there's 75 courses in southeastern Wisconsin. So mm-hmm. if you make Milwaukee your home base and stay at a hotel in the downtown area, you're within an hour's drive of 75 golf yeah. courses, which is and, incredible. And part of why Wisconsin is becoming known um, as this great golfing state is because Milwaukee can kind of be your home base. It's probably where you would fly into. Um, and you can do these amazing, like renowned courses within a very short amount of time. So you could play Sand Valley, Aaron Hills, Whistling Straits, and Brown Deer all within a week because you're not driving more than two hours to get to any of them. You can't say that in California or Michigan or Florida. You know, I we were talking golf. My husband's a big golfer with mm-hmm. his uh, guy friends. And there's something I learned that we have here in Milwaukee called foot golf. Mm-hmm. And it is with about the size of a, a soccer ball. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously the hole is bigger, but... Um, Many of our golf courses are incorporating foot golf, and it's a great way for couples 
or groups of friends who aren't able to golf um, well to really enjoy the sport. Mm -hmm. And part of the enjoyment is just being outside and being on the course. Mm -hmm. Um, So I learned there's something called foot golf. Mm and if you're exploring Milwaukee County Parks, you'll see a lot of Frisbee golfers going yeah. around, too. And the, the parks haven't really embraced that as well. And Even and nighttime Frisbee golfing. You see them and, everywhere. I live yeah. in Whitnell Park, and there's there's frolfers everywhere. So yeah. it's really exciting to see so many people utilize our incredibly beautiful Milwaukee County Park system. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about some other events that are coming up in the near future here. Sure. So um, in February, that's the annual Mama Tried Motorcycle Show which maybe sounds just like maybe something you're not interested in if you don't have a Harley. Um, But it is like motorcycle culture, including a race where they pour Dr. Pepper all along an indoor track, and then they race on it indoors on this soda-covered sticky track thing. And they do it every year, and it's like one of the highlights of the thing. They do the ice race if the lake is frozen over enough um, as part of Mama Tried. It is just a super cool thing. There's local bands. There's local food vendors and food trucks there. Um, it is just a really cool like slice-of-life experience that even non-motorcycle riders can appreciate. Um, also, Gallery Night and Day, that's an amazing one because it happens four times a year. So, multiple times to see it of course if you're a local but if you're a visitor you can come in around it it's just next week i think um the upcoming one and what that is is basically all of the galleries in the downtown and surrounding neighborhoods open their doors and they put on what is whatever their biggest show of the season is going to be and a lot of times they put out wine and cheese um and it kind of becomes this party atmosphere where you can just gallery hop. There's one building in the third ward where you could go to 10 different galleries all in one night and you just, you kind of meet all these new people because you're hopping from gallery um, with each other and it is a blast. The restaurants will often do specials around it to encourage you to, you know, have a glass of wine there. Um, It's an amazing night. One of my favorite events of the year. Another really awesome one, Downtown Dining Week. Of course, that's in May every year, and that's encouraging people to support Milwaukee's restaurants, especially the downtown ones. Um, So they often do the prefix menus where there's a set price, um, and it's usually an incredible deal for the caliber of restaurant you're getting. Um, and a great way to explore something new. I've always wanted to try Rare Steakhouse, and I think I might wait until Downtown Dining Week to do that because I know I'll get a really good deal. And Milwaukeeans, more than anything, love a good deal. Um, and then also, now that we're in spring, uh, Sculpture Milwaukee kicks off in June. This will be its third year. And it's a free public art exhibition of roughly 20 sculptures. And these are not just any sculptures. These are from internationally known artists, including Robert Indiana last year. Of course, one of his iconic love statues um, was the kind of final piece in the show right on Wisconsin Avenue. And that encourages people to just get out of their offices, uh, maybe stay a little later after work, take in the art, or bring your kids down on a weekend and walk the 1.6 mile sculpture walk, get a little exercise and see these sculptures that are only there for a short amount of time and change out every year. Um, and, and it's just a really special 
art exhibit. And then I think our busy festival season really kicks into yeah. gear. I mean, we have 12 months of festivals, but then we get into um, the cultural and ethnic festivals that we have every year, Polish Fest, Irish Fest, German Fest, Summer Fest, of course, the world's largest music festival. But the thing that I really love are all the free live concerts that you can see along the lakefront or jazz in the park or chill on the hill that you can experience. That's another great thing that maybe is in your neighborhood, but you've never actually gone to it. You know, bring a blanket and a bottle of wine and go and experience this live free music. Um, obviously, the Air and Water Show returns again this year, so that's very exciting along the lakefront. Thousands of people come to, to see these incredible performers. State Fair happens in the summer, a tried and true um, experience for everybody. And then we have great street festivals like the Garfield Jazz and Blues Festival or Bronzeville Week happening up on North Avenue. Hip Hop Week was brand new last year, and that's coming back again. So there's so many fun little summer things. And then, of course, we get into the fall where we have things like the Cedarburg Wine and Harvest Festival, Doors Open, which is a fantastic way to experience the city because over 100 buildings open up their doors and you can go explore the behind-the-scenes aspects of these buildings. And that's a really great and interesting way um, to, to see Milwaukee. Or you can even volunteer to help the Milwaukee Historical Society uh, or I'm sorry, Historic Milwaukee, um, open up these buildings. I'm glad you're highlighting Open Doors or Doors Open Milwaukee because um, there's quite a few associates here at Ellenbecker that come back on a Monday and share all the unique places they've been Mm -hmm. in. For example... The clock, the Allen Bradley clock, Mm -hmm. they open that up periodically where you can go to the top and actually see. Mm -hmm. What are some of the other unique destinations on um, Doors Open Milwaukee? The Basilica is a really popular one because it's um, made, of course, from the post office bricks from Chicago. It's historic and lovely and large. The U.S. Bank building is a really popular one because you can go to the very top. Um, but there's all sorts of smaller businesses. Milwaukee Blacksmith is a really popular one. Um, some of the coffee shops participate. A lot of the Third Ward buildings that used to be really cool warehouses, um, they participate. And then you have some of the larger ones that people know about, like the Milwaukee Art Museum. You can do an architecture tour. Yeah. The North Point Lighthouse along the lake. That's another great one to experience with doors open. A lot of the theaters, like the Mm -hmm. Oriental Theater, will participate in doors open. So you get those behind-the-scenes architecture tours. Even things like firehouses. Like we take the kids to a firehouse and let them, you know, really tour that and experience that. There's there's no limit as to what what buildings will open up because it's just so fun. Mm -hmm. Well, I learned so much, and I hope our listeners have. And I hope it inspires all of us to really appreciate and enjoy our hometown as well as support our uh, local restaurants and um, art museums and so on. So I want to say thank you. And um, again, um, their website is uh, visitmilwaukee.org. Go ahead, check that out. And again, if you have any questions or you want to check us out, we are at ellenbecker.com. Don't forget, Money Sense airs Saturday from 2 to 3 and on Sunday from 12 to 1. As always, we hope that we've made a difference in your personal and financial well-being. Remember, before we plan, before we advise, before we invest, we always listen. Have a great day and be well.